the FT. Silicon Valley is moving on to Big Pharma's turf. Google has announced a partnership with Johnson and Johnson to develop robotic surgery techniques. This comes on the back of Apple releasing a platform for health research, and 23andMe, the startup, poaching a leading executive from the drugs industry to develop its own medicines. Is healthcare the next big sector to be disrupted by the tech industry? I'm Ravi Matu, the FT's technology editor, and joining me to discuss the burgeoning world of health tech is Andrew Ward, the FT's pharmaceuticals correspondent. Andrew, let's start with the Google deal, because that's obviously quite new. Exactly what is going on here between Google and Johnson & Johnson? Well, this is all about a concept called robotic surgery. The idea is that using robotic technology, you can make surgery more accurate and less invasive. Robotic devices can do things more precisely and penetrate the body in ways that the human surgeon hand cannot. Johnson & Johnson already makes surgical devices. Google has capabilities in computing, in data and sensors that is going to make robotic surgery possible. Now, this obviously comes on the back of quite a busy few weeks in terms of this sector and the partnerships between the traditional tech industry and the traditional pharma industry. I mentioned earlier, you know, Apple and 23andMe, which is a DNA testing company. Can you give us a sense of what they've been up to and kind of connect those, I suppose, to what Google's doing now with Johnson & Johnson? Google has done a series of deals in healthcare over the past year or so. So with 23andMe, it's the big investor in this company that is providing $99 saliva tests where you send off your saliva test and you get DNA information about yourself in return, can tell you about your family history. Potentially, it's going to be able to tell you about risk factors behind certain diseases. And just recently, they've appointed a very respected scientist who was previously in the pharma industry, who's going to be trying to make sense of all of this data that they've got from 850,000 people who've taken this test. They're going to aggregate it, look for trends, and do their own medical research, potentially even develop drugs. They also Google have invested in a company called Calico, which is researching age-related diseases. Again, they've hired top scientists, pharma veterans. People are joking that not content with driverless cars and dominating our digital lives, Google is now trying to even solve death. And here we have another deal now with Johnson & Johnson. So clearly Google sees a potential to bring together big data digital technology and healthcare. And what about Apple? Because obviously one of the things about technology companies is they have a pervasiveness among consumers, which I would assume a lot of pharma companies will struggle with. So they have devices that we all choose to buy and become very closely attached and become very important parts of our lives. That must be pretty powerful if you're looking into healthcare sector. So millions of iPhone users around the world, the latest iPhones now have inbuilt sensors that can measure our movement. There's a growing range of apps that can monitor our heart rates and a whole range of other measures of our well-being. The idea Apple has is that if you aggregate all that data Again, you can look for trends that might be able to identify the causes and potentially the cures for disease. Their first big step was to launch a scheme called Research Kit, where they're collaborating with some of America's top medical institutions to carry out various studies. For example, one with Stanford University, where they will look at links between physical activity, as 
measured by uh, the iPhone sensors and heart disease. So potentially a new way to carry out medical research in a more efficient, real-time way than traditional clinical trials where people have to go to a clinic every few weeks and carry out sometimes arbitrary, not always reliable tests. So on the one hand, it is tech moving on to farmer's turf, but it also brings potential benefits for the traditional industry by making research more efficient. So, you know, the Apple Research Kit, from my understanding, is about 11,000 people signed up within 24 hours of this launch for the Stanford University study, which is seems a pretty substantial number. And of course, with the Apple Watch, it might become even more pervasive because it's on you all the time. Looking at the farm industry perspective, you kind of alluded to this. Are they scared? Do they see this as the potential to kind of take down chunks of their sector, their industry? Or do they see these companies as fundamentally partners for them going forward? I think they're nervous. I think when any industry sees Google and Apple turn up on their front lawns, you get worried because you see how disruptive technology has been in retail, in banking. Healthcare has perhaps not been as quickly transformed by technology as other sectors. Clearly, it now seems to be happening and it will be disruptive. However, they do see these companies as partners, as is evident through companies like J&J striking the these kind of deals. They see the potential for technology to reduce, for example, the cost of developing a drug. It costs on average about $2.6 billion to get a drug to market. This is the factor behind the high drug prices, which are straining healthcare systems, creating a lot of controversy for pharma. If they can use sensors, real-time data to make the trial, the discovery process, first of all, to discover the drug, then to put it through the trial process, if technology can make that process more efficient, that's good for the industry. So finally, Andrew, looking to the future, do you see a space whereby these sectors are going to act as kind of frenemies, just testing the waters to see how they might work together? Or do you think the farm industry might dig in its heels and try to develop its own tech or try to bat back some of the advances of the tech groups like Apple and Google? Clearly, they are feeling each other out at the moment. So the tech companies, they want to get into healthcare, but they don't know how to make drugs. They don't have the regulatory experience. So they need to work with established healthcare companies. Healthcare companies, on the other hand, they don't know anything about sensors, data, computing. They need partners in technology sector. So clearly there's going to be a lot of collaboration. But ultimately, companies like Google and Apple are going to want a share of the value chain. They're going to want to get value from the research and development process. And that, of course, it's that value upon which the pharmaceuticals and healthcare industry are in large part based. So there is clearly in future going to be big questions as to how that value is shared. We may not know the answer about how it's going to play out, but for one thing, it's certainly going to be interesting to watch. Andrew Ward, pharmaceuticals correspondent of the FT, thanks for joining us here in London. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts here at bellingcat we get to the bottom of things from a global crisis to an underreported event we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface we connect the dots using social media posts satellite images and public records and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it the ability to do so is only made possible by our readers supporters and community members care to join us 
Learn how at bellingcat.com.